We here at the Fumbling Four Network take mental health very serious. If you or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide, please reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. If you don't like talking on the phone, you can text or start an online chat. Once again, the number is 1-800-273-8255. Hey, it's your Mythos Master, Ariel. I'm coming by to thank our patrons. We have our cultist patrons, Dead Dog 47, Remington Cloutier, and the Collector. We have our Biaki patron, Clinkster, and our Dagon patrons, Glassman93, The Seven Sins, and Trickster. Thank you so much. We greatly appreciate it, and I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back, my pretty babies. Welcome back to Call of Cthulhu Mythos Mysteries. I'm your keeper, Travis. And uh, boy, have we got an episode today. Just like every other two weeks where we have episodes. Love you guys. Okay. We're going to introduce the players, their characters, if they're going to be around at the end of this episode. Who knows? But today's question is, um, if you could choose a horror movie villain to fight alongside in world domination, who would it be? Starting with Mark. Hello, my name is Mark. I'll be playing the pilot known as Finn Hastings. And I... It's never an easy question with these stupid things. Um, <laughs> That's why I don't say anything first. I would choose Godzilla. Uh, okay. Sure. Finn Hastings, Godzilla, taking over the world. Whatever. Next. <laughs> um, Daniel, I play the archaeologist known as Texas Powers. Now, are you talking about us or our characters to fight alongside for World Dominion? No, you guys. It'll be you. You taking over the world. It's kind of a toss-up for me. I would say... um because I do like Egyptian stuff, it would either be the mummy, yeah, from the mummy, okay, or and this would be like more like the original or uh, Dracula. Oh, Dracula is awesome, but I, it would both of them yeah, are it awesome. Would just depend on it's not a giant monster that would just destroy everything in front I of mean, it. His would probably get world domination faster as far as destruction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's Mark, so we have to make fun of it. <laughs> All right. Daniel and Dracula dressed as the mummy. <laughs> I could see that happening. Um, I'm Michelle. I'm playing Clara Connor, the uh, librarian slash tinker. And I think that I would have to go with the Joker. <laughs> the Joker for world domination. All right. If we don't <laughs> succeed, at least it'll be entertaining. I know. God. I'm Ariel. I play the secretary, Ruth Elwood. And I would pick Freddy. <laughs> Conquering the world mm. one dream at a time. That's right. And there's no stopping it. Exactly. And everybody sleeps. I know. That's a good dream. That's a good that's a good dream. That's a good choice. So uh hi, I'm Aaron. I'm playing uh a bunch of different characters. Uh but they all live inside Norman's brain. Uh, who's an FBI agent? <laughs> and if I had to pick one villain to conquer the world with, it would be Dr. Robotnik. Because I'd punch him in the fucking nose and I'd say, we're not doing that today. <laughs> Dr. Robotnik. Dr. Robotnik. Oh, every bunny is a robot. Oh. I'm Travis. I'm your keeper. 
I'm torturing these it, these guys today. I almost called you a bad name, and I'm sorry. It's called us idiots. Stop doing that. You're my you're my perfect little babies. I don't want to be this kind of stepdad where I'm abusive. Nope. So I sucked my arms off. In world <laughs> in world domination, I would choose Hannibal Lecter. One because at a time. He's he's smart, and he would eat people. And if I failed, I know he would kill me right away, so I wouldn't have to deal with failure. Or he might or, open up like he did the one guy what? and sit there and eat it while he's yes. staring at you. Yes. This is why you choose Dr. Hey. Robotnik. It's the safest and easiest Do way. If you lose, you just punch him in the nose. You don't have to worry about it. <laughs> if you lose, but if then like Aaron's gold rings go flying yeah. everywhere. Oh my God. Do we do a recap or do we just jump right into it? I say jump right into it. Mm. All right. We're going into the next round. <laughs> if you want to know what happened or how they got here, listen to some past episodes. There you go. Sign up for the Discord. Say hi to us in the secret Discord channel. Only for Patreons. I'm whispering it so nobody knows. All right. We're starting at the top of the hit list for round two. Mark has run away from combat. It is the Shoggoth's turn, and it is boiling. There are eyeballs appearing and bursting, and tentacles and tendrils coming out of it, trying to slap out the fire that is spreading on top of it. That's what it's doing for this round. Aaron. See. So uh where are the girls at? Um being drug. So Ruth is where were you at in this? I'm I'm trying to get an idea. I think I'm Let still on the ground and Clara got helped up by Texas. And Ruth and pushed towards the, pushed yeah, towards the door. So I think I'm still on the ground. And then so I'm going to grab Ruth up and run out right. the door. Okay, so you're all fleeing the Shoggoth, who is frantically trying to put itself yeah. out, and in doing so is spreading fire to the hallway. <laughs> nice. All right. So you're all running. Um, who, Texas, has Clara. Um... Texas, I need you to roll a dex check to see if you can stay steady while you're pulling Clara out the, through the hallway. No. <laughs> All right. So, Texas, while you're pulling Clara backwards, your feet get tangled up and you hit the ground. Clara's on top of you. She's barely holding on to consciousness. Top of the round. Is that is that everything you guys want to do? Yeah, I just need to know when I if I get past that barrier at one point. I'll say I'm using double movement speed my whole turn, so. Okay. And you've got a hold mm -hmm. of Ruth? I'm carrying. So you her. guys are Yep, you guys are just inside that like in the in the clearance between the two uh barriers of fire. Ruth and Texas are between you and the Shoggoth. I would say about 6 feet in front of you and Texas has hit the ground. Clara is holding on for consciousness, and her arms are just crossed in front of her, and she's shaking. The uh, Shoggoth, while it's got tentacles and tendrils slapping fire and spreading it, is starting to produce more hands that are clawing its way, and it's dragging itself towards Texas and Clara, but its speed, it's, it's slowed down considerably. Um, it needs to take more damage from the fire that's on it. The uh, the initial damage was four, so I why do I double that every round? Yeah, because it's not been able yep. to put it out. So it's take it took eight damage. All right, so it's uh, action right now is it's moved. It's just it's moving closer to the group, and it's moving closer to the front door. Aaron. So, how close are we to the front door right now? 
Uh, you guys, you can just, you could, you just, it's just two steps behind you. Okay, so I'm going to put Ruth down and I'm going to run and grab Claire. Uh, You're Claire, grabbing Clara? Yeah. Whatever, I don't have to remember your name. I don't even remember my own. Okay, so Clara. we'll get. You've got an action to set. You're gonna set Ruth down on what outside the door. Mm-hmm. All oh, right. No, I'm not and gonna set her down outside the door. I'm to, just gonna put her down right where I'm at. She's only two okay, steps. So you're, you're door, dropping so. her, and then you're gonna, and then your next, then your movement will be to move to Clara in Texas. Yeah. All right, Ariel. I am booking it out the door. All right, so you have left combat. Michelle, I need you to roll constitution to see if you stay conscious. I got 3% (laughs) under 30. Okay, yeah. So you're still awake because of the raw, naked nerves on your arms will not let you, will not (laughs) let you relax. You are in excruciating pain. Um, Daniel, you're on the ground. Clara is on top of you, screaming. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Guess I'm going to try and do I notice that uh, the guy with a lot of personalities is near me? Like he stopped at Uh, You don't know. I don't know. Roll roll me a... uh, I'm not going to say spot hidden, um, but Claire is on top of you. You have hit the ground pretty hard. She, You pulled her on top of you when you fell because you were dragging her backwards. Um, I'm going to say that you probably don't notice that. Yeah, It's a madhouse right now of fire on both sides of you. You've got a screaming woman on top of you that is just spreading blood everywhere. And you just witnessed a living oil slick try and eat your friends. So I guess I'm going to try and push her up off me just like upwards so I can try and get out from under her and then I guess do my best to try and move away with her. So I'd probably be like I okay. wouldn't be able to fully get up I think it'd be like I'm half half up I guess trying to, to drag her maybe. Alright so you're we'll say your action this time is to you, you're you rolling you're setting up with her to try and continue yeah. to leave. Okay. Alright. So there are three of you still in the hallway with this shot off. You're all it's oh fuck you're all clustered together. Aaron do you want one through three four through Six or six through nine. Each one of you choose. Uh, do you want one? Aaron, do you, I'm giving Aaron the first choice because he's first in the lineup. One through three, four through six, or seven through nine. I'll do one through three. Okay. Michelle, do you want four through six or seven through nine? Seven through nine. Okay, so one, two, and three is Aaron. Four, five, and six is Daniel. Seven, eight, nine is Michelle. I rolled an eight. <sighs> All right. So <laughs> I'm going to, Michelle, I'm going to let you do a dex to see if you can avoid this tendril, this black spike that's shooting towards your feet. It's the same thing that you saw grab okay. a hold of Ruth earlier. I got a 61 Okay, 60, it's, but I'm going to spend some luck. Okay. And it's going to be against his strength. Okay? Okay. Oh. Actually, no. No, I'm just going to do... We'll do yours against... Yeah, strength. Okay. Uh, oh, God damn it. Okay. Now yours was dex against his. What was your dex? Uh, 61 over 60, but I spent some luck. How much luck did you spend? Well, doesn't it have, I only need one to pass, right? So you spent one luck? One luck to pass. Okay, how much much luck do you have left? 83. Oh, shit. All right, so, yes. Um, it's, 
its action is it shoots out just a black tendril that forms into a hand. And just as it is grabbing at your shoe, you pull away. Um, you've lost a shoe again. Oh, well, better than leg. No shoe. For All right. You. So um, I would say Texas and Morgan, you see this shoe becoming engulfed in this black sludge that is forming human teeth and is just crushing this shoe. Aaron, what you doing, homeboy? I'm grabbing Clara and I'm running the front door. All right, strength it up. That is an 11%, my guy. All right, shit. Clara, you don't even realize it, but you are not, you're not even on your feet. You are up and you're in Morgan's arms. Do you want to take any action? I mean, do you want to take any I'm movement? I'm moving my max towards the front door. Okay, and your max, all right, is Eight. what? Eight. So you are just, you you bust, you burst through the front door with Clara in your arms. You two have left combat. Texas, you are sitting there. You're in this sitting position, and Clara is just yoinked, ripped from in front of you, and she is gone. What are you doing besides smelling Mark's farts? I am going to go towards the barricade, like head towards the exit door. And all right, you so say you're heading towards yeah. the door. And then. All right. So are you leaving or are you just heading? Yeah, towards so the door? what my goal is to do is as I get past where like the opening is for the, the wall of fire. I want to yeah. try and like hit the edge of it. Like, I assume, like, not everything is on fire of it, but, you know, a lot of it is where I can hit it to where, like, okay. the, try and get the two points to meet in the middle. So it closes it off. All and right. And I mean, that's I mean, so, that way I'm behind the barricade with this fire. Uh, all right. I am. Uh, man, I'm going to need you to roll. I'm going to roll me a survival for that because there's no athletics. Ninety-two out of ten. Even if I use luck, you get up and you, you get up and you are running towards the door. And as you're you're trying to kick and your foot hits, um, nothing comes down. Give me a uh, higher or low. Low. That is a ten. Your pant leg has caught fire. That's fine. Uh, this thing uh, is now almost right on you. Um, roll a dex to see if you avoid it grabbing you. Right, roll a roll a dodge. Sorry. Uh, no, no. Okay, so it's reaching out. Um, it rolls an eighteen on its strength check, um, and it has. It has a hold of your other leg that's not on fire. Okay. And it takes... I lost my pencil. Ah, oh, jeez. But it's... It... Uh, it took 18... It took 16 points of damage because it doubled the last round, correct? Correct. Yes. All right. The only one that's still in the building is Texas, who <laughs> one pant leg is on fire. The other pant leg is being engulfed in the living nightmare. That's fine. It's grabbed. So this, so. Because <sighs> it just grabbed me, All right. right? Uh, that was its turn was it grabbed you. I'm yes. still, I'm still like right by the barricade, right? You are right by the bed. You, if you would have not tried to kick the barricade, you would have been outside. No, that's that's fine. But it's got a hold of me, pulling me towards it. It's it's just got a hold of you. It hasn't started pulling. It's just it's wrapping itself around your left leg. I'm going to say left leg because I assume you're right handed. So you would have used your right foot to is on fire. So 
it's it's starting to engulf your left leg. So I'm still gonna try and pull this barricade down, like part of it. <sighs> okay. Uh-huh. God damn it! All right. Um. So you've got a choice. You can try and break free from it on your leg, or you can try to pull down the barricade. Um, barricade. Your pant leg is on fire. I'm going to give you fire damage of two. You're taking two damage to your leg that's on fire. Okay. So you're going to try to pull down the barricade. Yes. Roll a, roll a strength check. 31 out of 45. All right. You grab a hold of the top of the barricade. In your panicked mind, you just grab the first thing you could. I'm going to give you another two points of damage because you've grabbed a hold of the fire. Um, you're pulling this like three foot wall of burning debris down towards yourself, correct? Oh, I'll, if I can try and get it past me, I will. But if that's the only option, then that's what I'll okay. do. You pulled it down towards yourself. All right, I need another strength check against its strength check. Okay, this is good for you. Terrible for him. He rolled an 85 out of 64. I rolled a 3%. All right, you have managed. You've pulled yourself back. Your pants are off of your body. You have one shoe off because it's eating that shoe along with Clara's shoe. But you're standing there and you've got one ca- one cowboy boot on and a pair of slightly soiled whitey tidies. Surrounded in fire, it is your dome, your turn. What well, is, so the, the, the back of the semicircle though is still towards the outside, right? Still like, towards the, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I brought so it down to where it's the fire's between me and it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I am going to head towards the door then, the best I can, right. and try and close the door. If All I right. Can. So you're going to run outside. Uh, Morgan, Finn, um, and probably Ruth, you see uh, just sparks come bursting out the front door from when Texas pulled part of the wall down. Um, and then he comes charging out. No pants on. One cowboy boot. His hands are in front of him, and they have already blistered. Um, you have left. So, he is trying to grab the doors to close. And as he's doing that, a wall of living black nightmare comes pushing its way out the front door. It is like a Play-Doh Fun Factory shape maker of disgust and while it's doing that it is boiling from being on fire eyeballs are appearing and bursting and appearing and bursting you hear it sounds like uh just a chorus of cats and children screaming before it finally just collapses into nothing it's just it's just a black sludge is pooling up all around Texas's ankles. And that's it. Texas has a hold of the door handle. Um, and he's just, a, he, he's, he's shell-shocked. He just has no idea what to do, but he's got a hold of the door handle. His hands are, he's, his hands were blistered. The, the blisters have all burst. I'm going to help Clara into the truck so All I right. can get the first aid kit and, I don't know, attempt to bandage, at least stop the bleeding from her okay. arms. All right. Sounds good. Gentlemen. I'm going to light a cigarette. I'm going to take a cigarette <laughs> after I'm done. From you. <sighs> All right. Finn. Um, Finn is going to just look at Ruth and 
say, where do we find these keys? So I'm like bandaging her up. Uh, um, let, let me, let me collect my thoughts real quick. Oh, that was a clusterfuck. I'm just bandaging her arms. Um, I think Jillian had one of the keys. Oh, let me remember. Uh, Jillian and Clara knew where we could get the key. I think that's what that guy said. Uh, I think it has something to do with your aunt. Clara. Clara, roll a constitution to see if you are remaining conscious. <laughs> Two under 30. All right. You're still in pain. You're still yeah, awake. I know. The one yep. time I could care less if I was awake. Yeah. She very um, weakly thanks you for wrapping her arms. All right, Fen, you see, you see Clara and her eyes. It's like she can't blink. Her eyes are bugging out and she's talking through gritted teeth. Um, your time in World War One, you've seen this. You've seen people get, yeah, you know, chemical burns um, and attacked, and it's making you kind of itchy. It's making it's it's making you kind of. You got something in you. You got a little. You got a little black pouch inside your coat pocket that you want to bust out, but you don't want these people seeing you do it. <clears throat> but you know what might help, Clara. He's going to, like, grab it out of his jacket pocket. And he's going to give it a very long look. Okay. And he's going to drop it in front of her. All right. Ruth, you're bandaging up Clara. She has no use of either of her arms right now. Finn just drops a a little black bag in front of you that's very familiar and you don't know if that's for you or for Clara I'm making the assumption that this is for her yeah I don't need it I don't want it are you sure can you roll a constitution to see if you don't want it <laughs> because holy shit you guys are all going to be getting sanity rolls here in a minute that's 11 under 70 all right, cool. He's been so you do not want it. Yeah. <coughs> Let me know when I'm done bandaging her arms. Uh, did you give me a first aid roll? No, that's 2% under nice. 80. Okay. I thought that was All right. That's a 2 2% under 80? Yep. Oh For shit. Okay, Clara from watch you you're not sure what's going on. Like, you know, Ruth is working, but you don't feel you don't feel anything she's doing. It's almost like it's almost like she's an angel right now. And your arms are slowly like there's pressure on your arms, but it's not painful. It's like holding everything in. Um, It's it's stifled the bleeding. Um, And just through through like your tear filled eyes, you see her hold up a glass syringe and she starts to fill it from a vial. Will you allow her to give you an injection? Uh, yeah, at this point, I don't care. I'm in pain. All right, so... Ruth, I'm assuming you know the proper dosage for the weight and size of someone, so you give her a nice <laughs> hot shot, and Clara, you're out. And you're unconscious, and these are not pleasant dreams. And you can't wake up from them right now. Um, you guys look and the old man is sitting there gripped all gripped onto the steering wheel of the truck and he's got a pipe just trembling in his mouth and his eyes are wide and he's like, I didn't, I didn't think anybody ever come out of that place. I'm going to put Clara in one of like the little cot things. Okay. And then I'm going to start bandaging up Texas's hands. Could I have by this time made like the awkward, like so slow walk towards the truck from the house? Oh yeah, yeah, yes. That it's it's all over. So I'm assuming that you're heading back with no pants, a cowboy boot, and burnt hands. Yeah, twelve under eighty to bandage his hands up. All right. Uh, yeah, you get there, Texas, and 
it's like Ruth is just waiting for you. She is your angel of mercy. She's got like a, a like a like a cream, like an ointment that just was in this pouch, and she is rubbing it on your hands, and it's just it's it's soothing. It's very nice. Um, and she leads you over to one of the cots and sits you down. So I'm gonna smack Finn in the chest, and then nod my head towards the driver. Hmm. Yeah. Like the motion come with me. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm going to walk over. I'm going to jerk the door open and look at this old man and go. So, um, never expect anyone to come out there. So does that mean you knew what was in there? Nobody, nobody knows what's in there besides the marshes. And the only, the only marshes we've seen was before the FBI came, before they raided the place. Nobody's been in there out of there for for a couple of years. So what you're saying is you expected us to go in there and die. So you sent us to our death. I just did. I just did what you asked. You wanted to go there. I give you a ride. He, he's been nothing but helpful so far. I, I don't think he I don't think he, he meant anything. Trembling. By it. I honestly, maybe he figured, you know, we weren't going to go in there in there. So I'm just going to pat the old man on the chest and shut his door. Yeah, that man's been uh-huh. nothing kind. We don't we don't we don't need to get into it with him. I mean, that's fine and all, but I had to be sure because we've already been screwed over how many times on this? Um, I I feel so, like if they wanted to kill us, they would have done it when we were sleeping. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, if they had to sacrifice us to some demonic being that that's, wanted to devour our souls. I guess that's a fact, but. <laughs> okay. So, have you decided where you would like to go? Have you gone back in the back of the truck? No, we're walking back that way now. I'm going to stick my head out. I bum a smoke. I'm gonna look at my pack. I got a few. <laughs> I'm just gonna smoke. I'm gonna sit there smoking. I think we need to go to Salem. Clara needs a hospital. All right, we can go there. So you all have decided you want to go to Salem. So that those pictures um, going back, like I'm going to get in the back of the truck and uh, sorry, we are going to Salem. That's I don't know. You all. Uh, did you all agree on it? Yeah. Yep. We're going to Salem. And right. on the drive there, uh, Finn's going to like pour over those pictures again. It like he didn't see anything that would shoot his plane down like an aircraft, like a aircraft emplacement or nothing? Nope. Anti-aircraft or nothing? Nope. Um, but it is, you know, you lay down, and it's like a... Uh, the outer edges, it's, it's like I said, it's a large photo when it's all laid out. But the outer edges, like in a big, almost, almost halo around this area, fades to nothing. So, uh, and you, so is anybody telling the driver that you need to go anywhere? Cause he's trembling, sitting in this driver's seat of this truck. I'm going to lean up in the window and just <laughs> go Salem. What are you Salem? All right. All right. There's no, there's, I can, I can get you. I can get you to somebody. Okay. <gasps> and the truck just starts moving. I'm going to um, search around to see if I can find a pair of pants <laughs> for Texas. <laughs> You're just looking is, in the back of the truck. Yeah. You're looking in the back of the truck for, okay. Ah, uh, you can't, there's nothing. There's no pants there. Damn. I'm going to throw him a pair of boxing shorts. <laughs> oh, you have a pair of boxing yes, shorts? Because of Lindsay. <laughs> Here, put these on. Make yourself decent. Oh, it's funny. That's funny. Do you have shoes in there for him, too? Uh, let me see. 
I'm also gonna bandage my ankle, actually. I have high heels. Texas is against high heels. That's up to you, Texas, if you're gonna wear. I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull the high heels out and show them to him. Be like, you seem about your size. No. Which wait? Which shoe did I lose? Um, your left one. Which shoe did Clara lose? Uh, <laughs> I, let's see. A, I don't know. Flip a coin. Mark, flip a coin. Heads left, tails right. You know I'm probably wearing heels, right? Because I'm wearing a dress. So you've been left heads, oh, heads tails. tails. They're probably tails. sandals, but they're right. probably sandals. So, so, Texas, you lost your left shoe. Clara lost her right shoe. It's a girly sandal. You're really going to take my sandal? I would not wear heels. If he has heels, I could take your good sh- sandal. <laughs> I mean, like oh, what color are the boxing shorts? They're red and white. <laughs> so red and white boxing shorts, a leather coat, button-up shirt, one cowboy boot, and one very decorative laced-up uh, sandal. All right. And you can have heels. You look okay, like why just getting ready to go to a Zoom meeting. You guys are discussing this, and the truck is driving. Um, he's making some ca- you can. T- he's making some cautious turns. He's not going real fast. Um, you do every once in a while. He'll stop, and you hear him talking with a group of people, and it's nothing ever gets really tense. But you can tell he's he's most likely just talking. He's bullshitting his way through all of this. Um, the salt water. You're smelling salt water, and and fish, and it's you, you. You're probably closer to the ocean than you have been this whole time, right now. Does he have like glass bottles or something clinking around back here, or anything? Well, I say the whole thing is set up like an apartment. There's cots, there's a chair, there's tables. Everything's nailed down. Um, underneath some of the cots were first aid kits. There were some old rusted cans of food. A couple of glass jugs with water in them. Um, one one jug that just has two X's on it. Yeah, I'm gonna take that jug. All right. So you taking a sw- you taking a swig from that jug? Oh no, I'm taking it because I use my kerosene. I use- <laughs> okay. So uh, um, as as he's slowing down and the motor is dying down, you hear the sounds of of waves lapping up against a wall, like a retaining wall. And then there's some seagulls. Yeah, I mean, you're you're in town, but you you're closer to the ocean than you had been this whole time. I said, stop it now. Sorry, what do you say, seagulls? Seagulls, bite your knees. So we're stopped. Um, stopping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's going pretty slow. Um, and this truck is rocking back and forth like he's going over heavy, heavy rocks and then it it does, it just sputters to a stop. I'm going to peek out the side. Like, okay. Yeah. You lift up the, you lift up the canvas and it is, the sun is setting and you see the ocean and you are right along the edge of a dock. Um, and there is like a steam troller like it's got big big arms on the side for for nets um and that's it's rocking in the in the waves and the foam is just the foam coming up on um like along this retaining wall and by this dock it's just it stinks like shit and it's green and black and it's it's just a filthy fetid polluted seaside dock and there is a steamship like a small steamship probably that's you would have noticed it as like a crabbing ship small small vessel and the old man gets out and he comes around and pulls back the the canvas openings and yeah you kids can you can sleep here tonight if you want or I've got situated a ride for you Terrison situated a ride for you to get out of out of Innsmouth we need to go now because she needs a hospital. Say, 
Yeah, I've already told him. He already knows that you're wanting to head up to Salem. What's your vote? Well, we need we need to go now. Okay. Then we go. What about you, Tinkerbell? I don't care. All right, we leave then. I'm going to grab Clara, and I'm going to start taking her to wherever this ride's at. And it is it is that boat. It's that boat at the end of the dock. <clears throat> I'm going to just kind of pocket one of the first aid kits. Probably can't pocket okay. it, so I'm going to hold on to it. <gasps> so you are taking a first aid kit, which is fine. Um, Morgan, you're carrying Clara. Texas has got his red and white boxing shorts on with one boot. Did you take the sandal? Yeah. Okay. Um, and Finn, what are you do? You're following suit, I'm assuming? Yeah, I'm going to head towards the steamer. All right, so you guys make your way down. And there is a... <laughs> he is haggard and you think he had fingernails at one point, but they're probably under the grease and the dirt. And he smiles. It's a huge smile because he is just so happy to see you guys. And if if you're looking, you'll count. You'll count three teeth. You'll count three teeth. And uh, he will come. Come on aboard. All aboard. Come on aboard. Um, as he's saying that, it's the the smell of whiskey is just it's pouring out of his throat like he is a distillery. Just he's just come on aboard, everybody! Young man with the girl in his arms, come on aboard! Oh shit! Let me put the let me put the plank way down. You can't just jump over. And he fumbles and he sets down a board. Come on aboard! <clears throat> I'm going to get aboard, and I'm going to find a table. All right. Uh, if there's anything on it, I'm shoving it onto the floor, and I'm okay. laying all the pictures out in like in the order that they go in, so I can see it again. All right. Um, he, this guy, he comes up on the board, and he is helping. He grabs a hold of your waist. Morgan, and he's helping. He's walking backward, but he's helping you. I can't believe that other fella just got right on. Didn't even, didn't even bat an eye at the guy carrying the girl. Let me help you on board. I just want to be a known that he has little of no assistance to me. <laughs> oh, he does. It's a drunk old man who's just helping you walk across this narrow gangway while you're carrying a girl. And who is this fancy feller? Oh. That he kind of, he's winking, trying to wink at Texas, but it's both of his eyes are closing. What's up? Is how, what time of day is it? Um, it is like eight o'clock in the after in the evening. The sun is already set. Is the is the night too bright for you, or is the night too bright for you? Ah, uh, not yet. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what butterfly kisses are? <laughs> You can stay in the captain's quarters. No. <laughs> okay. And young lady. Ah. Uh, and he holds his hands out for Ruth. Young lady, let me have you on board. Um. No, thank you. I'm. I'm quite all right. Huh. Okay. Huh. And he goes into the main cabin, and Finn's already in there. I just knocked shit off my table. Doesn't help the other fella carrying the girl. Knocks everything up. I don't care. Then he fumbles around and he pulls he pulls the cork off of another jug and he's drinking and it's just going around his he's, he's not one of the he doesn't have the Innsmouth look. He's just a disgusting old man. And he is finishing off this whiskey. His and look. well, he uh, kicks a crate. And he goes, fancy, uh, if you're not going to keep wearing that, I got some stuff in here for you to wear. If you want to open her up, take a look. There should be some stuff that'll fit you. Oh, then look. We're, we're going to, we're going to, uh, uh, Salem. <sighs> Correct? 
because uh, I can get you to a dock about 10 miles away from it. So we're going to Salem? Yes, please. All right. You lay that one down over there. And he points to it's uh, just a makeshift cot. It's like a bunch of nets and canvas bags that have been piled up with uh, like just a bap, potato bag for a pillow. Lay that one over there. So that's where so you can lay I'm going to lay her down on yes. this and then I'm going to lean against the part of the ship that it took to and I'm going to light another cigarette and just stare okay. at him awkwardly. Oh, that's not one of them fancy cigarettes, is it? One of them, one of them fancy ones. Terrifson sometimes sells me. Some jazz players like it. <laughs> Ruth is just kind of ah. looking at you. Ah, uh, Clara, you've been trapped in a dream. You have been trapped in a drug-induced, pain-induced dream. You are constantly on a loop of being chased through the forest. Every time you get close to the large bonfire that you know is safe, you start the chase over again. And it's something in the forest is chasing you. But I don't know what it is. You don't know what it is. And every time you get close enough to see the bonfire, you start over again. And you can hear just women singing around the bonfire and you know it's you know it's safe and you know it's home and it just keeps happening and happening and there's no way you can't break out of this dream it is a constant fight or flight that you are trapped in that sucks yeah do anything oh that sucks so he is he finishes off his jug of drink and you guys are milling about and he goes outside and see him. He's struggling with the ropes that he's got the the ship moored to the deck to and he unties it and uses his good leg and pushes and the engine. He gets over and starts the engine and it's going and he you guys are slowly making your way around and just just a biggest shit-eating grin. There is no threat from this guy at all. He is just a filthy old man who's still got eyes for Texas. Did you say you checked in one of the crates? Yeah, I was going to look at the clothes. Okay, there. yeah, say they are sexy coveralls. Lingerie, sexy lingerie, sexy lingerie. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's coveralls that are just been, they're, they're mold. They're molded together. You're going to have to scrape mold off of them. They've yeah, been no. there for a while. So you can at least wear some coveralls um, and you'll find some like some like dock boots They're They're going to be like a half. <laughs> one's a half size too small for you, but it's better than wearing a, a sandal so you can get dressed. Well, how, how long is the trip to Salem? Oh, it's with uh, and he sticks his gross tongue out and licks a finger and holds it up. Like, like he's testing for air, but he's inside the cabin with you guys. Uh, oh, seven hours, give or take a day. <laughs> so what I'll do is I'll, I think I'll attempt to clean something of this. Yeah. Like, you know, if, we've, if I can get my hand down into the water, like, you know, kind of wash the clothes or whatever yeah. as we okay. go. So I yeah. can make some cleaner clothes yeah uh <laughs> finn when he says about seven hours give or take a day you're looking at an aerial map of the whole area and you see that um salem is maybe 25 miles north of where you guys are at the only way it would take seven hours is if you all rode this boat so but the guy is yeah, yeah. If you want to roll a psychology, mm -hmm. um, he's dr he's yeah. You don't don't worry. He's drunk off his ass. He is fucking wasted. Yeah. Like at this point, you could probably you could probably like lick some of the sweat and get drunk. Hmm. Um. So to Texas. Nope. Yep, and it's that boat is going, and you guys are going along, and you've getting further away from the coastline and you can see the headlights of this truck you were on and that's when you hear and see 
the you hear a gunfire and you see the reports of the guns lighting up the truck. And if any of you have used firearms, you, it's the unmistakable sound of just a group of Tommy guns lighting up that box truck. Hmm. Oh, yeah, an end's mouth, I guess. Sometimes you pay the price for helping strangers. And that'll be his, his last hurrah. Uh, the old man that was helping you, he was just fucking murdered by the bastards. You're not from Innsmouth, though. And he gets a real stern look. Man, his bottom lip juts out, and that one tooth on his bottom jaw comes up. And he's like, does I have that Innsmouth look? No. I didn't think I did. <sighs> Where are you he, from? I'm, well, right now I'm in the cabin. And he puts one arm around Texas. Isn't that right? No. I'm going okay. to his arm off. Um, I was born in Boston. And I was raised in Arkham. And I took to the sea when I was 12. You know, sometimes it used used to could be here around Innsmouth, you'd fill your nets up with gold and then the church would would take it from you and you'd you'd get things in return from them. And then after the feds came in, they said they was looking for moonshine, but we all know it's not in there. The gold dried up and the fish dried up and the church dried up and Tariffson runs everything. But we're going to Salem. Okay. And he, he slumps back. It's it's not a hammock, but it's a net that's been nailed up by the by the wheel to hold him up. Because you can tell he's a professional drunk. <laughs> and he slaps the sign above him. And he says, welcome to Charlie's Transportation. I'll take you anywhere you need. Just shut the fuck up. And we will see you guys in two weeks for the next episode. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Call of Cthulhu Mythos Mysteries. I'm going to do my best to fill Ariel's shoes and make everybody happy and scared at the same time. Uh, in the meantime, check out the show notes. We had a link to our Discord, which is an awesome community full of awesome people. Very open. Very nice. Um, and we've also got links to our store. So you can buy some merch for all the different shows that we record. Uh, until then, we will see you next episode. Stay safe, stay healthy, and most of all, keep your sanity in check. I love you guys. <laughs>